Okay, I'm talking about the fact that if somebody uh, steals and then swears, the shvur over here that we're talking about is is what your classic shvur sapikadin, which means you're not actually taking a shvur and based in the kitas chayfets per se. Even if uh, somebody comes over to you and says, you owe me money, and I say, no, I don't, and then he says, Mashbieni alecha, I make you swear, and I say, Amen, and then I'm made that I was lying, so you're chayav karen chaymesh v'asham, yelichenu adlamadai, you have to bring the karen to the guy himself, personally deliver it, and uh, different halachas that we learned up until this point. Um, over here in the Mishnah, we get to a similar din, but the person is a tain tain is ganav. Uh, last yesterday's Mishnah, we talked about a shamer who said uh, that I don't have it because it got lost and therefore I'm putter. But if you have a shamer shamer chinam, a shamer chinam, uh, the, the, the Bailam comes to shamer and says, "Where is the uh, cow?" And he says, uh, "It was stolen." And it turns out that he ate the cow. So in a situation where he's moida, he was lying, he's chayvakaren In a situation where Adam came and were made that he was lying. So as we saw yesterday, you're only chayvakaren if he tainted that it was an aveda, but if he tainted gzela, so then that's tain tainas ganav, tain tainas ganav. We learn from Sukkim that just like a ganav pays kefal, tain tainas ganav pays kefal as well. So that's Mishnah Ches. Hechon Pikdoini. He says, where's my Pikadin? Amar loy nignav. And the Shemer says it was stolen. Mashbiyecha ani. I am mashbiyayu. Amar amen. And he says amen. Edim meidim no yisai shegonvay. And the edim are meid that he stole it. Mishalim tashlum mekefel. So he has to pay kefel. Hoide meyatzmoy. But if he was meide by himself. Mishalim keren v'choymesh v'asham. Okay. One of the halachas in Mishnah Tess, one of the halachas that we saw was that uh, if uh, you swear that you don't owe the guy money, you're lying and you're maida, so you're you have to give it personally. Uh, if, uh, what's it called? If um, the person dies, you give it to the Yarshan. Now what happens in a family situation, uh, maybe not too infrequent, you know, whatever, you need money and your father's not around or whatever, I say it's your father, whatever, but uh, a father's not around, kid goes in and, uh, you know, whatever, takes money from the father, and then there's a shvua and a lie and a this or that, they have a kid, so he's got to give money back to his father, father dies, now it's his money, so what does he do? So uh, the halacha is is that he's supposed to give it to one of the other Yarshim, and uh, that way he's going to get his kapara. If he can't do that, because he's relying on this to eat, he's a very poor man, and that's the reason that he stole from his father in the first place. So then what he should do is he should borrow money, and his chilek of the Yerusha will go to uh, pay off the Balchov. And that way he's never going to, he's, he's uh, what's it called, he's going to end up uh, giving that which he had to give to his father, he's going to give it to somebody else, he won't take it himself. So that's Mishnah test. HaGezel Asaviv, so somebody who steals from his father, Nishbalai Umeis, HaRezem Mishalim, Karen V'chaymesh Lobonov, so he pays the Karen V'chaymesh to either his sons, it's interesting, even though the son's going through him, he gives it to his sons, it's as long as he doesn't get it, he gets that kapara. It's the whole idea of a, of a kapara. 
or his brothers who are also Yarshim. If he doesn't want to do that, or he doesn't have food to eat, he's very hard pressed for money, he should, uh, he should get money from, uh, a, from a bank or from somebody who's going to spot him money. The Balichayv will take that chilek of the Yerusha that was supposed to go to the father, um, the Karen Machaymesh that was supposed to go to the father. Okay. Uh, moving on to Mishnah Yud, this has nothing to do with Gzela, but you have a similar thing with dealing with the Dharam. If somebody says, I'm not going to be Nenah from, from my father, right? So the halacha is, is that after the father dies, you're allowed to have Hanar from him, you're allowed to Yarshan him. But if you say a Lashan of a Chayiv Uva Maisai, so then you're not allowed to be Nene even B'maysay, and therefore you don't get the Yerusha. So again, what to do? It's exactly the same thing. His Yerusha goes to either his children or to his brothers, and if he's hard-pressed for the cash, so he should borrow money, and then his Yerusha will be used in order to pay off the Balchayv. So that's Mishnah Yud. Ha'emer levenai kainem i'atanena mishali. So, uh... I'm, I'm making a nether that you should not be nether from me. That the father made the nether. In mace, you're a shenu. So if the father dies, the son yashes him. But if the father says, both in my lifetime and in my death, in mace, if the father dies, so then uh, he's not going to yarshen him. And the Yerusha will then go to his sons or to the brothers. If he doesn't have, uh, what's it called? If he doesn't have food to eat, so then Leva, what he should do is, he should uh, borrow money, the Balichayv will come and they will take the Yerusha, and in such, so he hasn't really been nana from the father, even though it's indirectly, it pays off his Chayv, but the Hanna is an indirect Hanna, and therefore he didn't violate the Neder. Have a good Shabbos.